Daily Drive is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out what Reynolds is up to in the digital retailing space by visiting reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere. I'm Jamie Butters, Chief Content Officer at Automotive News. Welcome to Daily Drive for Wednesday, September 1, 2021. Electric vehicles are gaining share in the U.S. market, but for the vast majority of consumers who don't seriously consider them an option, concerns about battery value and battery life are top of mind. To help build the ecosystem for when EVs are a more significant part of the industry landscape, Cox Automotive has developed and patented a system for rating battery health. And today, it announced the acquisition of a company that can repair or recycle batteries that are in bad shape. Cox Automotive President Steve Rowley explains that the sprawling enterprise, which includes brands such as Kelly Blue Book, Auto Trader, Mannheim, and Dealer Track, is focused on sustainability and putting its energy into growing its business while helping minimize global warming. I reached Steve Rowley at Cox's headquarters in Atlanta. Steve Rowley, welcome to Daily Drive. Thank you, Jamie. Glad to be here with you today, for sure. Well, it's an exciting day. Uh, news out of Cox Automotive. Uh, bought this company, uh, Spears New Technologies. I suspect many listeners are as unfamiliar with it as I was uh, prior to this deal uh, being announced, but it sounds interesting. You know, from the Toyota Prius hybrid uh, on into this new EV era, there have been these concerns about waste and possible pollution even uh, at the end of life, you know, as these really huge batteries lose their effectiveness. Uh, but so Spears uh, focuses on repairs and refurbishing them, uh, second life reclamations for EV batteries. Is, is that about right? Yeah, I think, I think uh, that's a portion of it for sure, Jamie. I, I will tell you that, um, look, the one of our big strategic planks at Cox Automotive has been focused on uh, mobility in general. And, and we, we view that part of that uh, strategic plank is in our, uh, what we call the electric vehicle space. And we've been, we've been working this space for a while. Um, as a matter of fact, we received a patent not too long ago internally around battery health. So when you start thinking of how do you value a car um, and what is the value of a battery, that battery health becomes very, very important. Um, I think, uh, about 30 or 40% of the electric vehicle value is based in that battery. So that becomes paramount for us. And um, at Cox Automotive, we've really been committed to being uh, an industry leader uh, around battery health innovation, as well as end-to-end -end solutions provider uh, for the industry, really for the safe promotion and preservation of electric vehicles for now and the future. So this is Spears technology um, really makes this all come about and uh, clearly help manage that. So to your point, um, we, we view Spears new technology really as, has been the, I think the world's leading service provider of the entire electric vehicle uh, battery life cycle. So it's everything from the management of the battery, diagnostics of the battery, uh, logistics management, uh, remanufacturing that battery and eventually recycling services. So it's a it's a whole uh, ecosystem 
that we uh, that we clearly want to be a part of and something that we believe in very strongly. So I know you aren't just closing the acquisition price, but just to give us a sense of the significance, uh, how big is the Spears operation today? And will you be expanding it or scaling it up? Yeah, so great, great question. Um, so Dick Spears is the CEO and uh, him and his team have are a great fit for our organization and believe in a lot of the same values and focus that we do here at Cox Automotive. So um, their headquarter is in uh, Oklahoma City, uh, as well as the Netherlands. So uh, we, we really are looking to expand operations o- over time, both uh, domestically and internationally. Uh, we'll be looking to, to really reinforce and grow the operation uh, for sure in a big way. And, uh, and we'll match that along, you know, as I talked about being the leader in this space. You know, we've, we've seen a lot of uh, growth uh, in just uh, the electric vehicle marketplace today. I think, uh, you know, there's projections out by uh, some of the, the resources that uh, by 2030, there's expected to be about, 30, uh, about 33 million uh, vehicles out uh, being purchased on the road. Um, we've seen a lot of regulatory. Uh, folks come out with uh, new requirements as well. So, um, you know, we, we think we can grow with the expansion of, of the electric vehicles as well as uh, just overall the consumer acceptance as well. So you mentioned uh, the uh, importance of mobility in, within Cox Automotive. And uh, so, and you mentioned this, uh, uh, the patent on battery health. Where did, where did that come from? That is not from Spears, right? This is just, was it, you have your own researchers well, doing things like that? Yes, great. We, we've been in this space looking at it for a while. So our own team of engineers that developed this and received a patent. Um, Spears' new technology makes so much sense for us because they also have, you know, great uh, a lot of experience in this space. I think, uh, you know, they've got the uh, largest database in the world around grading uh, modules inside these batteries. No one has done more than than Spears. They've they've been the trusted uh, battery advisor for so many of the OEMs: General Motors, Ford, Stellantis, uh, Jaguar, Land Rover, and then internationally, been working with with Volvo trucks, Nissan and Mitsubishi. So bringing these together is really important. And they, they've developed a uh, proprietary uh, decision platform called Alfred, uh, which really allows this uh, diagnostics to come to life, provides a customer portal so they can see, you know, a full audit trial of that battery pack and modules, which is, is going to be very, very important for the industry uh, and matches off very well. So Look, we, uh, you know, we have a patent because as a company, uh, our parent company has always focused on uh, just, uh, I think, clean tech and uh, um, putting out uh, very uh, aggressive goals to make it a better place. So our CEO, Alex Taylor, has, has challenged us all to be um, uh, achieve carbon and water neutrality by 2034 and achieve uh, zero waste uh, to landfill by 2024. So we've had a big focus on that. Um, uh, The company overall has, uh, since 2007, has probably invested well over a billion dollars in sustainable businesses and technology, um, really focused around uh, clean energy technology and sustainable agriculture. So this is really part of our DNA 
and a great extension of uh, the businesses that we want to be in uh, for sure. And and I I liken it as you know uh, through the years. You know, Cox Automotive is uh, one of the only companies that uh, is in every pillar of the automotive industry and every stage of the vehicle's life cycle. And so it really um, it really makes sense for us to be a leader in the uh, battery life cycle uh, for electric vehicles and support our customers and our OEMs and so many others as as this continues to grow uh, very quickly. You mentioned that uh, how Cox Enterprises, uh, the, the family controlled uh, umbrella company is so focused on green technologies. How do you weigh those environmental benefits and the return on investment for an acquisition like this? Is it is it just if it's not helping sustainability, you're not going to look at it at all? Is it just uh, the cost of entry or is there do you, do you try to quantify it in some way? Well, uh, well, a couple of things. I mean, I, I, if speaking for the automotive division, uh, we, we look at this as one of our, uh, you know, um, focus areas for the company overall. Um, but it's an area that is we think is going to be critical for the automotive industry. So um, we always look at this as a, you know, clearly for, for automotive as as a um, uh, a business that has strong, viable, both uh, cultural and social ramifications, but also financial uh, ramifications that, that drive uh, solid business sense for us to, to, to enter into the space. So um, we're just excited about the space. We really are. We just think that there's so many, um, there's so many uh, tailwinds that support this space. You know, we, 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 not too long ago, we saw the government come out with an, with a, uh, a somewhat of a mandate to say that they would like uh, 50% of all new vehicle production uh, to be uh, electric by 2030. Uh, we've seen so many of our OEMs come out um, based on all the commitments. I think we've tabulated that there's about $300 billion plus of uh, commitments by the uh, OEMs to focus on EVs between now and 2025. So um, to us, this makes a lot of sense and it aligns with our focus um, in supporting the entire uh, automotive industry. We'll be back for more with Cox Automotive President Steve Rowley after this. As online experiences exploded this past year, it was clear dealers needed an approach that kept them in business for the long term. Chris Walsh, Casey Edwards, and Dave Bates, Top Reynolds executives, sat down to discuss today's digital retailing landscape. Here's an excerpt from that roundtable discussion. So what are dealers trying to do to get this fully online and online to in-store experience? I mean, that's a great question. And honestly, it's, a, it's kind of a hard one to answer because retailers are kind of defining and using digital retailing differently. You know, to some dealers, it's selling a car. To other, it's sales and F&I. And they, they tend to be approaching it in chunks versus, you know, kind of a holistic, holistic approach. And then you end up just focusing on one or two things when you need to focus on, you know, more of a big picture. Digital retailing is dealership operations, period. Reynolds' Retail Anywhere approach focuses on streamlining dealership operations and improving profitability. For more information about this big-picture, holistic approach, visit reyrey.com slash retailanywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retailanywhere. So how is, uh, how is business these days? What, what do you find is your biggest challenge? Is it, you know, sort of the lack of vehicles, the lack of inventory that, you know, dealers are are facing 
or are you struggling to find all the people you need? So, um, yeah. So look, I mean, I think you're seeing a common thread here. I mean, I think that uh, the industry overall has demonstrated an incredible, uh, uh, you know, just ability to respond during, uh, I think, the, the tough days of, of, of not too long ago, about a year ago. It's bounced back extremely well. Uh, the profitability of the industry, both on the dealership side and the OEM side, is is uh, in a lot of record-breaking levels for so many folks. So uh, the industry overall has been uh, has been outstanding. Uh, but as you noted, look, uh, the success in the pent-up demand has created a inventory problem. So we continue to uh, to figure out the best way to do that. There's so many of our our dealerships that have. Uh, you know, inventory levels that are uh, something they've never experienced before in working through those. And uh, so we work through that. And then talent is one of the things that we always, uh, you know, we're always concerned about. We always pride ourselves on developing internal organic talent. We pride ourselves on on working with uh, many uh, uh, outlets to, to, uh, to bring new talent in and then just in general. So but we are seeing, uh, you know, we are seeing a quest for talent, and uh, uh, we're working very closely with so many of our our partners to make make sure that that doesn't become a problem. And to date, we've done a very very good job of making sure that uh, we've got the right people in the right positions supporting our customers for sure. Are there any specific jobs that that you can't fill right now? No, I wouldn't say that we can't fill. I think there's a pressure uh, clearly in the uh, engineering and project management space um, has uh, exploded with um, a couple things. I think that, uh, you know, what we're talking about today is innovation, innovation of new technologies and batteries. And uh, uh, those those are uh, technologies that require a lot of engineers and a lot of support. So we're seeing a big movement and we've seen it in the auto industry moving more and more technology into our space. So the uh, the, the uh, quest and the push for more engineers is clear. Um, and um, so we'll, we'll continue to look at that. And we, you know, our, our uh, human resource and people services group do a fantastic job of working with so many different folks so that we don't find ourselves in, in a bad position, uh, so to speak. Uh, that's, uh, congratulations! Uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's quite an achievement. Uh, keeping uh, your your key positions full—that's uh, that's great. I understand uh, Cox Enterprises will also be requiring uh, COVID vaccines starting next month. How did that decision come about, and how's it been received by your by your employees? Yeah, look, we're we're requiring. Um, uh, employees in certain locations to be fully vaccinated, you know, except for for those that uh, have approved religious or medical exceptions. Um, you know, this is being brought about because, uh, you know, we just feel vaccines are an important step to protect the health and safety of our employees, uh, our customers, our families, and the community. So we'll continue to to follow the guidance of federal and state and local uh, uh, health officials to assess our our markets as the situation evolves. So, um, you know, it's it's really a decision that we'll continue to monitor and, and work forward. But uh, people have been uh, appreciative of it or or as have you been facing resistance? Yeah, we've got, uh, you know, we, we've got um, uh, both going on and we're working through those and it's, it's education process that we'll continue to, 
to monitor and evaluate as we move forward. So as we're talking here on Monday, uh, cleanup from Hurricane Ida, now Tropical Storm Ida, has just barely begun. How is Cox impacted and, and how are you responding? Wow. Well, look, I mean, we're, we're, we just had calls all through the weekend and this morning and people uh, actively on now. We have, you know, a host of teams that uh, are very proficient in this space. Uh, we've got uh, we've contacted and accounted for all of our team members in that space. Uh, we've got special programs to assist our employees uh, in any way we can, both financially and and uh, as much as even evacuations. So we've been uh, we've been working very hard at that, and we're continuing to assess the situation. Still getting to some, um, you know, still getting ourselves to some facilities to get to do a deeper dive on uh, what the effects have been, and we'll we'll continue to monitor that. But uh, we've got a host of people that monitor this uh, every hour on the hour, and a team of people that are providing updates for the entire organization and. Uh, we just do an incredible job of taking care of our our team members, our facilities, our customers, and and uh, so many of our family members. And uh, you know, it's uh, something we're very proud of, and we'll continue to to monitor that and uh, and and do the do the things we need to do to keep uh, our business up and going and keep our folks safe. You know, we've of course been through several hurricane seasons, and it seems like when we get these big ones after ensuring everybody's safety, uh, the next priority is trying to get inventory, auction inventory, and, and get it moved to the, uh, to the hard hit places to, to replace vehicles that were lost in, in the storms. But there's such an inventory shortage now, I, I don't know that anybody can even do that. Is there, how much arbitrage can there be when there's already a, so it's so depleted? Yeah, no, no, no doubt it's going to be a stress on it. I mean, right now our focus is is just getting, uh, you know, making sure that uh, uh, we do the proper assessments and get to the facilities in our people in order to make sure that we can conduct business the way we need to. So, uh, but clearly, I mean, uh, inventory has been tough as we just talked about. Uh, so we'll assess that um, as soon as we know that we've got uh a, a better uh, insight into to where our where our operations are. Steve Rowley, Cox Automotive, you've got a lot going on, including a big acquisition today. So thank you for taking the time to to talk with us. Yeah, Jamie, thank you for allowing us the time and uh, appreciate uh, talking about uh, Spears' new technology today. And we're very, as I said, are very very excited about it for for our customers and our company and and so many of our partners. So thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate it. That's Daily Drive for the 1st of September. For the latest news on the auto industry, type in autonews.com. And for a complete catalog of about 350 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. Thanks for listening.